0: Thanks for listening to the Wannabes Podcast. This is a Smash Brothers Melee-centered podcast hosted by two power-ranked players in New York City, JD and Wasabi. And every week, we talk about our journey, our experiences, and the lessons we've learned from competing in the best game ever made. If you support us, give us a follow on Twitter at SSB underscore wannabees with one E. There you'll find links to our Discord, our YouTube videos, as well as getting notified on whenever the new episode is up. Anyways, enjoy the show. All right.
1: So, JD, how have you been, dude?
0: I'm good. I'm doing good. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. Just still a little bit tired from this week, but it was a fun week. Uh, I got to see you on Wednesday, but we didn't really hang out at Hax's nightclub.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was nice seeing you. We, like, talked for a little bit. Um, I was thinking that, too, actually. Like, I saw Will, but it was there's responsibilities and, like, we had to play and shit. So, yeah. But it's not a big deal. I mean, it's cool that it's a, a weekly. Um, and we might as well just go into it, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's it's just something we wanted to talk about.
1: Yeah, let's just head into it. What did you think about it?
0: Yeah, I, I loved it. You know, first one. Um, the first one that I went to, at least. And, <clears throat> yeah, the gameplay was, like, the most important thing on my mind. And um, I got there... I didn't have cash, so I had to leave and come back, and then I didn't have a spot to warm up for singles, but then, whatever, I got on a double setup, and it was just, it was really crisp, like, surprisingly, um, very easy to adapt to. The only things were, like, the widescreen. That's Mm -hmm. the only real difference, and to me, that didn't really come into play. It was more just, like, a, a little silly thing, um... Where like you'd still see the character when he would be in the magnifying glass, mm-hmm. but then you know when you're in the in that situation anyway, it's like you're just recovering, right? So there there are specific times where that might come into play, but I think it's very easily adapted to, and um, ultimately not a game changer. So uh, besides that, yeah, it, it played really well. Um, it's like a frame or two faster or something, right? What's the deal with that?
1: So yeah, it's like slightly faster. Um, yeah, probably by like a frame or two. I'm I really am not. I really don't know too much. I, I don't really pay attention when hacks talks tech stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. It felt good, and that's kind of all I care to
1: investigate into it. So, mm-hmm. how did your tournament go and everything though? Like you know. You got fifth, right?
0: Yeah, um, it was good. I give me a second to pull up the bracket, actually, because um, I played. I played some players that deserve to for me to know their names.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty stacked bracket. I mean, a lot of people, you know, went to it. I mean, Whiskers was there too. Did you play Whiskers or or Mott? I played Mott. He played Mott beat
0: Whiskers. Mott had a crazy good tournament.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's sort of just like the level Mott's at now. Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, I
0: haven't played him ever. And um, you know how it goes when, like, someone's on the come up like that. And yeah. Kind of develops in a region that's not necessarily the tournaments you're going to. And then mm-hmm. he just pops off on you. Oh, that's only win-loss. There's no set counts. Hell yeah. So that looks good for me. Okay. Um, <laughs> because I got 3-0'd in both my losses. Oh, damn. So let's go through it real quick. Um, I start off, I played against uh, I'm Pickle Rick. Okay. He Took game one and almost took game two. I almost lost. And um, I had to, like, really buckle down and um, do my evasive maneuvers, like, overdrive, like, Mm -hmm. straight up, run away really bad. Then I clutched the win and then I three stocked game three. And then afterwards he's like, Dude, you like destroyed my spirit with that second game. Oh, wow. <laughs> like oh, yeah, hey, good. You know? Like kind of kind of the strat. Yeah. So that was um something I guess to be proud of. I don't know. But it was a close set and it got my heart racing and got me in the uh in the tournament mood. Then I played Eminon. Okay. Very familiar
1: yeah familiar with his style and everything
0: yeah and um I yeah I, I was very comfortable against him
1: um, not surprised
0: yeah and um he was definitely you know good at getting his hitboxes out um had had a couple good punishes and uh you know had, had decent edge guards stuff like that but yeah um, you know it's peach so I'm I'm extremely extremely comfortable in that matchup
1: yeah. Um, that makes sense. I kind of
0: you know, whatever. So, I beat him. Then I played Doom.
1: Yeah, yeah, math. So, how, so, how's that? So,
0: well, it was nice having a peach warm-up. Mm-hmm. And I went into that, you know, game equally confident and um he was less aggressive and um I exploited that like crazy. I just did a ton of lasers and once once fox sets up lasers in the peach matchup um it becomes not lopsided but like you put a a, a pressure on the peach that's not there normally mm-hmm. and so i think what happened that set is that he didn't shut those down quickly enough so mm-hmm. compared to, to nico nico used to be um pretty easily exploitable, where he would just be super defensive, and, and you could laser him all day, and he would be just really patient. Um, and he would win, but he would win by outlasting the Fox and the Patience, getting really slow center stage, and then just not getting actually hit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but in in this set, well, what, was I, what was I saying about Nico, though? He has evolved to, once the lasers have come out, he will put much more pressure on you immediately, either you know with a couple mix-ups like coming in with the fair or drifting in with back airs mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but that wasn't established, and I was able to really like set up the circle camp and then mix up with back airs type of gameplay. Yeah, I'm um, really you know that that kind of defines the matchup uh, specifically for me. And then I was pretty clean with like drill. Um, like double like drill into drill wave shine backwards up smash, like I was getting like ninety percent of those types of follow ups. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, it was a pretty clean set. Nice. Um, and then who and did then you
1: played next?
0: Then I played Mott in winners.
1: Okay. Um How do you think he played? It, I still haven't like I don't really play Mott too often, funny enough. So I wanna
0: play him. I I certainly wanna play him again.
1: Yeah. Um, but what do you think is like how did he play?
0: He played clean. He had a bit of kind of your style and a bit of mine, which is super simplifying. Moth um, and yeah, yeah. So, so I think what he did well, besides his punishes being like smart mm-hmm. and um, not doing anything dumb, was um, I'm trying to think because because really what he did was just he he kind of clamped down on the win really well so i couldn't really find i think if i took game one it was going to go to game five no matter what but game one i actually i lost by missing a ledge dash and we were both at like 70 percent last stock so you know he definitely earned the win whatever but it was a little disappointing and then game two um kind of got out of my hands a little bit, and then he three-stocked me game three. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, good games, dude. But yeah. it's hard to it's hard to define his style at all. And I, I don't think I want to until I have, like, two hours to play with him. Okay, yeah. Um, and he's definitely going to be someone I seek out to get that th- those games in with because I felt like he had a lot of... Um... <laughs> Maybe I'm projecting, but he had some creativity and i would like to see in a friendly session if i could see like everything he's made of not just like let's do the good tournament stuff and and win the set and get second mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is uh the mode he was in and uh, uh champions mindset yeah so also <laughs> i was thinking about saying this but i didn't i'm happy i didn't um before the before the set i know like he's he's come up to us and said he's listened to the podcast so um not if you're hearing this you're the man but he, you know, we, we set went to the setup, and I was going to say, if you beat me, then uh, I'm going to have to interview you, and uh, I'm going to interview him anyway, but I didn't want to uh, <laughs> be embarrassed as yeah. if he wasn't going to 3 me, but
1: yeah, yeah,
0: I hope he still respects us and he listens
1: to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, I mean, he Uh, had a great performance. I mean, he finished second, you know, beat Whiskers twice and everything. Uh, But, yeah, and then Losers. How did Losers go then?
0: Played young. Uh, Okay. um, And I was confident going in. Like, I could certainly beat him. Uh Um, I haven't yet to date. (laughs) But it doesn't mean I can't. And Game 1, it was kind of the same story. Um, Kind of, like, set momentum-wise. Like, Game 1 was really close um on dreamland
1: Mm -hmm. does he like dreamland yeah he likes dreamland (sighs) man
0: i need to i don't know how i'm gonna
1: i always go smaller with with stages against him but i also do well on dreamland it's just like he's more comfortable with space
0: yeah i would have preferred um fod but he got uh first pick first ban at least so Mm -hmm. he ended up going dreamland but how yeah. would it go the other way? How, what if I got first banned? If I so I would ban FD, he would ban Yoshi's,
1: probably Yoshi's and FOD
0: and FOD, and we'd go Battlefield
1: or Dreamline, yeah,
0: or Dream, yes, yeah, Dreamline is th- better than Battlefield, yeah,
1: you would just go Dreamline unless he doesn't, unless he bans Dreamline, but I don't think Joe is the type of Marth to do that,
0: yeah. I don't know. I I, I need to. I am gonna sound like every fox man on the planet, but I need to grind the matchup. Um, <laughs> you know it's smart. Yeah, and he is really good. And um, I'm proud that I I you know kept it close, but he he ended it with a four stock and at, at the last stock, like he got like one combo, and I'm like, all right, dude, <laughs> like, this is over.
1: Yeah, yeah, Young is really I good know. at the matchup. He like that's pretty much like the only thing he practices, from what I know, that isn't on net play and stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, all
0: power to him, man. He's sick. Um, obviously he needs to work on the Yoshi matchup. I see him losing the whiskers.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, Yoshi's also just like such a tough matchup.
0: Yeah, no, I know. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm trying to make myself feel better by calling Young out for absolutely no reason. Um,
1: yeah, but I don't know what's up with that. What are you talking about my roommate, it. huh? Yeah,
0: <laughs> call him in. He just starts talk, talking shit to me. Yeah, what the no, fuck? Let him. me wake you him know. up.
1: <sighs>
0: wow, he's sleeping at this time? Yeah. He yeah, should be grinding. He should rise and grind. Yep. Um, but anyway, that was pretty much my tournament. And then I lost, and then we played some coup, and then mm-hmm. I went home. Um, pretty compact experience. Like, Really, what I, what I want out of a local... Um, a bit of passive commute to get there which is way better than driving because mm-hmm. you know I actually spent the time writing which is cool um, something we'll talk about in a little bit but um, overall like, I'm, I'm slotting this in I already talked to my boss he's going to let me take an hour off every Wednesday to, to get down there
1: oh and, nice, so um, you're always going to go
0: uh, next week I'm going to be in Las Vegas but uh, after that it's going to be consistent
1: got it, that's going to be fun though
0: yeah, hell yeah um, just like seeing everyone, like Zane and Jeremy and and Gabe, Josh, like everyone, you know. It's, yeah. It's just going to be the community center, and uh... oh, and you and you were there. But <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, that was my experience. So nice. Do you want to talk about your your tournament? I know yeah. You had some controller issues. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was kind of weird. I lost my round one <laughs> to the, the the Swedish Fox player. Uh, it was really good, but, like, I was up, like, two stocks to four, and then he took a stock, and then I, like, SD'd twice or something like that, and, like, it was weird, like, I don't think I would've done, like, super, super great, but, like, I think that, like, one, I know, like, I thought, I didn't want to blame my controller at first, like, I thought it was something... You know, like I I wasn't ready for the tournament, like I was having like too much fun. Like you know, like seeing like everyone there, you know, like Tazio, Jeremy, you, Joe, like Wawa, like Zane, like everyone, uh, was super fun, but it was sort of hard to get into the zone. So, you know, I lost, you know, I was tight about it, but you know, it happens, you know, even to the best of us. So it was pretty humbling and then I just kept playing on and, you know, I just played through losers, played G Money, won that. And then I had to play Whiskers, and I lost a really close Game 3 set with him. Uh, but I noticed with Whiskers that I just couldn't hit any... Like, I was jumping in random places, but I also couldn't hit, like, any of my Wave Shine Up Smashes. And, like, you know, of all the things I need to work on, Wave Shine Up Smashes is are, is not one of those things. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't expect that. I really, like, think I hit my B&Bs, like, my bread and butter combos, like, fairly consistently, and so after that I was like oh something feels weird and so I you know talked to Rishi and I asked him like hey you know could you just like test out my controller like I don't want to say it's the controller problem but something just feels really off and I I really would love a second opinion so Rishi being the nice guy that he is was like yeah sure let me test it and he's like yeah you know you have like vertical snapback issues and so I was like okay that like explains why everything happened like because I remember one time I actually like was trying to hit an edge guard on the fox I played in round one that I lost to, and I just like full hopped and drilled like off the stage, and I was like, okay, that's really Man. weird. Um, and that's sort of like what set the tone and what like kind of made me nervous uh, with the set. I still think I didn't play great. Like, I don't want to say I would have won with the controller because I, you know, the play and like my how I was like mentally wasn't as strong. I would say, and it took me, but I'm still happy overall that I played it out you know regardless of I found out from Justin it's not gonna count towards rankings or anything but uh but you know I'm still happy I played it out and took it seriously um I'm still happy with how I played ruler screws. it's just as unfortunate when you miss like those big bread and butter combos yeah. so hopefully rishi <clears throat> fixes it today I gave my control to Rishi and said save my boy and then hopefully I can get tomorrow a concrete throwdown so yeah, we'll see. I think it really just depends. Um, I'll bring my back up always for sure now. But, um, yeah, I mean, it sometimes happens, but, like, you have to just kind of, like, go through it. Like, even if I, like, suspected, like, my controller was wrong, like, I, I didn't want to think about it till the tournament was over just because, like, if I thought it was wrong after game one, like, there was no way I could crawl back even to, like, a respectable I don't really care whether it's respectable or not. I just like wanted to keep playing and seeing whether the controller was good or bad. I ended up with like finishing ninth, so so so. I think we would have played if no, I was on the other side bracket actually, so we wouldn't have. If you
0: you beat Doom, um, if you beat Shirley and Doom, we would have played.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, but you know, stuff happens. Not too much to read into, but you know, it's sort of. You know, uh, there's always next week, which is nice.
0: Yeah, exactly. And um, what's cool, I think, with your mindset is what you said before, like you didn't let it get to you um, like mid-set or mid-tournament. So that's that's an important takeaway, you know, that you aren't um, going to be shaken by even, even controller issues. Um, it's not going to let it get to your head.
1: Yeah, I was definitely tight, though. Like there was one point where Jeremy just came up and I was like, I just don't want to talk to people. It was like right after I lost, I had my headphones on. I went to full tournament mode and I think it was like kind of a good thing cuz I realized like with all of my friends there, I still need to sort of establish this uh boundary that, you know, people should respect. Not saying that it wasn't respected. I'm, you know, it's more about just enforcing it, you know, where it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "Hey, I'm in tournament, you know, like we'll talk later, but, you know, I got a job to do right now."
0: Yeah. And um I don't think anyone takes it to heart, which is oh, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. We all we all get it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure everyone does. It's just about establishing that not after I lose, but before the tournament starts. Even so, that was okay. a good learning experience. Um, but yeah, so that that sort of Hacksus Nightclub. It's an awesome event. Everyone should go. But yeah, and then yeah. after that, you know, I had a drug fox flexing. Did I tell you about this? So we watched me versus Swooper actually, and. Okay um it was really interesting because like i we haven't analyzed me versus super since the columbia monthly like months months ago and and there you know drug fox was like yeah you know like if you're not you don't really need sam specific stuff if you just play good melee good smart melee and like take the free hits and punish him where he's like just doing something dumb then you could still probably win this and so like after so many months i'm like okay like we haven't i haven't analyzed samus i got three-o'd by super at shine like maybe now it's time to get it analyzed again and i'll learn something new and what i learned was that (laughs) i didn't do too many things new and so it sort of like took this hit on my ego where it's like wow i'm still making the same mistakes as a few months ago even though i you know know and feel like i'm a better player and so yeah. that the, there's sort of these core flaws still in my game that haven't been able to get fixed. And you know, we were watching. So we watched my set, and then we were before that we watched Fiction versus him and KGH versus him at from King. And especially watching Fiction, like Fiction didn't really do any Sam specific stuff, but he just like played good safe melee in the sense where you know he played at a range where that Swooper like couldn't immediately attack him. He moved out of the way when Swooper like like he did very smart movement options and that's really just what won him and then when Super overextended he would get a bear or an up tilt or whatever and uh, same sort of with KJH maybe KJH did a few more specific stuff but you know then we watched my set and it just was like night and day like I was not doing the stuff like good melee player stuff and I was trying to but you know and Sammy pointed that out. He was like, Yeah, you know, like, I can see you're trying to do this, but you're just not ready for it or you're missing the execution for it. And it's not like missing the execution of, like, wave shine up smashes or something like that. It's like missing the execution of timing the bear so that it hits him before he can put up a shield on the platform. Like, wow. when he, like, okay. full hop nares and stuff like that. Like, that <clears throat> doesn't sound hard, but it's something I need to lab out so that I make sure that I don't miss it because Samus is fall timing is different than, you know, say that of Sheik or Marth or, you know, it's obvious when you say it, but, you know, if, and he's like, well, have you practiced trying to bear Samus as she's coming down with an air? And I'm like, well, no. And he's just, well, then I wouldn't expect you to hit it. But like, you know, that's something you need to work on that. I even pointed out like a, you know, several lessons ago. And so I was like, fuck, like, you know, even though I've improved as a player like there's still stuff one obviously there's always stuff to work on but more than that it's just I still need to fix the basic simple shit that makes that makes up a good melee player that makes right. up like good melee in a sense you know where it's like you don't have to do anything special but you know your spacing your timing the way you move you know, like knowing certain ranges, you know, all really simple stuff that you learn, you know, starting day one is something that I still need to work on.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it, it comes back to that philosophy of learning one thing at a time, like two things a week sort of thing. Um, and I love that example of that, that one back air um, timing. Like that's that's what Melee comes down to, right, is, is just locking down all these things over time. And then you have a, a well-rounded play style that can beat every character, you know? And, and it it's cool that you guys, like, revisited a matchup that um, obviously, like, you played in bracket and, and lost a swooper. Um, I'm kind of amazed that it was... You were able to, like, take such you know, concrete information from that. Um, Drug Fox lessons, <laughs> I, I keep sitting on them. I don't know why I, I don't dive in, but uh, regardless, coming down to just that, that philosophy of learning one thing at a time, um, it must be hard to practice that without without someone around that's going to play you. I mean, are, are you going to, like, find a Samus to play against and, and practice these things? Or do you just have to keep them in your mind and and practice them at home like what's how do you how do you address that
1: yeah i wish i could find a samus to play but honestly like and you know like anything like obviously i i would love to play swooper and get that practice but how often do i actually see swooper so really it just becomes it just comes down to labbing it out myself and you know i'm a fiend but you know it's something that i've like sort of come to terms to is that Right now, like, I'm seeing the right ideas, and I have it, but, you know, I have to work on my execution of the fundamentals, and a lot of that is just boring, you know, labbing out 20xx stuff, and it's not that I find what I do is boring, like, I think hitting that timing will be cool once I can get it, but, you know, actually sitting down and doing it is is harder, you know, and, like, there's a lot of stuff that I can just, like, lab out specific situations, like, and sort of using you know, 20xx properly in a sense, like reacting to Sheik's F tilt or up tilt. Like, you can grab in between Sheik's up tilt. So, like, it's the same timing as the F tilt. But, like, getting that timing is something you have to just, like, practice for a few minutes every day, you know? Or acting out of Falco's lasers or, you know, reacting to, uh, like, opponents SDI in your drill. You know, like, those simple stuff goes a long way. And I've been working on some of it, but. Obviously, there's a lot more now. And I have to add in, like, Sam is falling down with an air and, like, landing on a platform. You know, I, can, I need a bear before he puts up a shield. Right. So, it's about, like, hitting the lab. But it's, you know, this is sort of where the discipline kicks in. Because, you know, it's not as fun, obviously, as playing someone. But, you know, it's sort of, you have to weigh out, like... worth of it you know and to me it's almost like you know you just have to do it you know like to get to the next level to have more fun at melee for me personally you know i just need to hit these things
0: yeah it's it's so interesting the the concept of practice and like the lines that are drawn i think with every player we we find this sort of difficulty of what are we willing to do Mm -hmm. in order to improve and Um, I mean, this is so down the line. Like I think where you're at is kind of this like rocky terrain of, um, like you've done so many things right up to this point and now you're being asked to do this also. Um, that, that's a weird way to phrase it. It's almost as if I'm not, I'm not trying to make it seem like it's something you shouldn't do or Mm something, something that's overly like. Exertive, but it's just it's interesting that there's constantly situations like I, I would assume that you're not particularly comfortable setting up 20xx situations like you haven't had a lot of experience um navigating that or am i wrong
1: um yeah i i'm starting to get more familiar now but definitely only in the last like two weeks am i am i feeling more confident about it before i wasn't
0: right and so I guess, I guess that's the real challenge. Cause when I think like I have almost zero experience setting up those types of drills and, you know, punishing, like whatever, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And so for me, the anxiety, if I'm thinking about like putting myself in your shoes, okay, I'm going to practice this or I'm expected to practice this by a coach, which is another interesting thing, but whatever. Um, I, I feel a little anxious and like, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to do that. Just simply put. And I don't know if I don't want to actually do the practice itself, or I don't want to learn from square one, how to navigate this whole new system. And maybe that's my weakness right now. Um, is that there are certain things I'm not willing to do because I don't want to do it. That's, that's, kind of where i'm at and and seeing that you are kind of pushing through and accepting this as the next steps is um is really great it's inspiring you know
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and i think that's an interesting concept right like sort of like where do you push yourself what do you need to do in that sense and i guess it's to me it sort of like comes down to like there are clearly in anything there's a scale of fun to not fun right and mm-hmm. it's sort of like you know you can avoid it for sure but you'll always have the sort of those problems and it's sort of like what do I hate more like making those mistakes and losing or sitting down and practicing it and and it's different for everyone right but for me I know where I stand on it which is why I'm just like fuck I have to do it even though I don't want to and it's just kind of annoying that I still haven't it makes sense that I, I, I am not better at this but I don't know why my head, in my head, like, my ego is being like, you know, why can't you, you know, you should be able to, like, do that. But, like, obviously when you ask the question, like, well, did you practice it? And I, you know, will just honestly answer no, then it makes sense why I'm not good at it. But, you know, it definitely is, like, a hit to the ego. And I was, like, a little bit red-faced where I was, like, blushing a little bit, I mean, where um, I'm just, like, man I've been doing these so many lessons with sammy and I'm still making this these same mistakes and like now I see it right before I wasn't able to see it and I couldn't do it and now I'm seeing it and trying to do it and I'm doing it wrong so it's still progressively better but there's just no other way to go about it besides to be able to see it and then also do it right yeah. and you've
0: identified the missing link I mean it, it it's yeah so simple when it when you like break apart all the philosophy of it, it's so simple, but I don't want to break apart the philosophy. I want to, I want to figure out, you know, exactly where I'm at Mm -hmm. with you. That's the fun of this whole thing is that like, okay, yeah, we, we could end it and be like, all right, just practice. But then that's not a real conversation. That's just, that's just kind of obvious. And so it's so interesting thinking about, again we're you know we're we're hovering on this idea of where the lines are drawn and and what you're willing to do and it's so interesting at this moment how far our paths are from each other like mm-hmm. um having the lesson is a big deal like you said you were embarrassed and that i think that's huge you know i think back to my days of soccer practice where if I was not good enough at a certain thing, it was just apparent. It was, like, right in my face. You couldn't hide from the things that you were weak at. Yeah. And that would lead me, like, particularly the juggling contests mm-hmm. where, you know, for the longest time I was just so weak at it. And it was, like, I would I would get, like, five and then everyone else would just keep going and I would have to sit there like an asshole. Mm-hmm. And so I actually, this is true, I was so embarrassed that I was so bad at this that I just did it a lot. It was a driving force. And by the time I was in high school practice, I was, I, we had a juggling contest that ended before I was done. And oh, I was wow. At, I remember this. I was at 200 and something. I just like kept it going. And um, I was like halfway across the field because I wasn't good enough to like stay in place, but I was, you know, I kept it up. Mm-hmm. And this is so ridiculous and this is so off topic, but now I'm on the No, spot, no, so
1: I want to, yeah, no, just... <sighs> continue no this is <laughs> so halfway
0: across the field doing like 200 something juggles and i see out of the corner of my eye um you know i was like a, a ham and an asshole and whatever like they were fucking with me and someone takes a soccer ball and chucks it across the field at me and i see them doing it and while juggling i move out of the way and i dodge it wow and i it was so it was like the the proudest thing I had done up to that point. I think I got like two sixteen or something ultimately. Like and no one applauded. It was not like they were just like, all right, now we can continue practice, you fucking idiot. Like mm-hmm. that was sort of the vibe, but I I I think that gives insight a little bit into why I do the things I do. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not when I self motivate necessarily. You know, I think a lot of it is Um, kind of an embarrassment or a a need to be respected Mm -hmm. in a sense as as warped of a reason as that is and maybe it's not gonna you know really take me to like maybe not the greatest players in the world were inspired by you know not wanting to be embarrassed but it's an origin story for a lot of Smash players Mm -hmm. We had a you know if you had a few friends you didn't want to be the worst you just wanted to beat your friends Um, and that's kind of i think where we're all at is we want to improve to prove ourselves yeah in a
1: sense and i think it's like let's you know i think that's super interesting where you know our past examples of like sports or competition whether it's you know it doesn't even have to be athletic competition right it could be mental in terms of test taking or or whatever or music right that i think that defines a lot of Our character in in melee, right, and like obviously it changes and develops as we keep playing melee, but it is like sort of the starting point, especially when you know a lot of us doc kids are are started out like in college, not you know not as much in like high school or anything, right? Especially you Mm -hmm. and me, where you know like for my sense, it was always like you have to just get through the tough stuff to have fun, like because most of my high school years were spent rowing and rowing is just a very monotonous sort of thing, but you would sort of roast, you know, you would keep rowing for those like incredible moments where, you know, like you're on the river and the boats like perfectly balanced and, you know, you and the three other guys on the boat or seven other guys are perfectly in sync and like gliding through the water. And, But to get there, to really get there is like a lot of training, both like in the gym and also on the river and dealing with like bullshit stuff like waves and the cold and the wind and all of that stuff, too. Like and so, you know, my solution was I wanted to be, you know, reach, you know, I wanted to be in the first boat and stuff like that. So, you know, when there were simple solutions like practice more. That's sort of what I went to because I wanted to be in that boat, you know, more than more than anything, really. And I think the interesting thing is I I, I never made it to that boat. You know, like I was oh, always wow. the fifth, per, like I was the fifth best rower for a four person boat sort of thing. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't think that really deterred me. You know, it just sort of was like, well, I got to work harder then, you know, like I got to do something more and I got to, I actually, my coach, I would always ask questions because I was, but I think my coach at one point just limited my, was like, you can ask one question per day. And I think I always like over asked and I didn't like try to internalize and and think for myself, which was like, I think a flaw, but you know, that's how bad I definitely wanted it, you know? And I think that's definitely like a core thing, like in melee for me, where like, it's just like, yeah, I don't want to do it, but, like, there's no other way besides through for me, you know, and, and, and that's sort of it, like, you know, you, you can kind of run away from it, but, like, you can never hide from it, you know, it will always come up in your gameplay unless you fix it, and, and that's sort of, like, my philosophy on it, and it's more of this, like, competition of, like, it's not about being embarrassed, because, like, I'll probably, it'll probably take me longer to get to it than other people, But it's more about just, like, the fuck it. Like, I still want to reach the upper echelons. And so that's sort of, like, the same feeling that, you know, with rowing and rugby, too. It's just that when I found Melee and I was like, I think I could be, you know, this could be fun and and this looks interesting and I want to try to get good at it. Like, you know, the world is a lot smaller in Melee just because there's no levels you know it's an open bracket you can face anyone so to actually see the top and hit the top you can do in a few years you know and that's what one thing i think why melee is really cool
0: yeah it definitely maps that whole everything you just said definitely maps to what you're doing too which is a really important point is um you're you're living very truthfully to kind of who you are Mm -hmm. and i know that's a big concept like we talk about this is kind of something we always allude to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's really important I think for people to realize is that um, both my example and wills of kind of where we come from our, our past our high school sports, that's just what we did. You know, that's not particularly something we are like trying to be, you know, that's just, it's, it's, when you're in high school it, it's very interesting like we're kind of just living our lives like really hard-headed like just strongly trying to be our, a person mm-hmm. like we're just aggressively <laughs> you know our hormones are going crazy and we're just like trying to project our new sense of self onto the world and so it's interesting to to gauge lessons from that and then take it current day. Like I'm still the type of person who would rather get 200 juggles on the far side of the field and like just do something funny and crazy than, you know, actually get good enough to be a starter on the team. Mm -hmm. And you were a rower.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: It's just like, it's like, of course you were like a a hardworking, like most difficult sport. Like, let's, let's get really good and let's try my hardest. Like, that's, that's really great. And I'm just this showboat asshole, <laughs> trying, you know, it's just so different, but yeah,
1: some things don't change.
0: Yeah, exactly. Some things are just exactly, exactly how they are in high school. Yeah. Um, And that's just, that's so interesting to me. It's like, here we are, we're trying to get better at melee, both of us. Um.
1: Yeah, almost a decade out now from high school. Yeah. Oh, so weird. Dec almost a decade
0: out from yeah freshman year. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so weird, but yeah. yeah, man. I mean, the concepts are the same. It's like I'm gonna keep on, like one of one of the proudest moments at Hacks's nightclub was just I I pulled off another Seuss tag, mm-hmm. and I'm just like I could do this like once a tournament, (laughs) like I'm just going to have a compilation of me doing it for my own, just for myself. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's the modern version of me just getting good at juggling and like nothing else. Yeah. And, um, that's, I'm going to be honest. That's like what I enjoy out of melee is finding little, little things like that. And, and like, sure. I'm I'm a good player. Like I got fifth I did play two peaches in a row. Yeah. (laughs) Best matchup. But it's not about any of that. It's about just like we are still just people trying to project ourselves onto the world. Mm -hmm. And in this melee community that is, you know, as you said, smaller and um, just more visible. That's just where we're at. We're going to we're going to do ourselves. That sounded sexual, but we're going to do ourselves
1: as much as we are. Yeah, don't make it awkward, JD. I will. There's so much sexual tension between us.
0: Oh, it's so great though. I know. You know? That's know. why we don't talk
1: at tournaments. <laughs> That's why we don't. That's why we can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh no, but uh yeah, I think it's also really interesting because it's like it's sort of like you also have a better understanding of it, like your internal motivations and stuff like that. I think it's also like but it's sort of a little scary, too, because you don't want to repeat the same mistakes. Right? You kind of don't want to repeat the same mistakes. As much as we are beating to our own path, and it's, you know, history repeats itself to a certain extent, you know, we're in a position now almost 10 years out where you know, do we want to make the same mistakes, right? Like, I think with rowing, I was super try-hard, but there's a lot of stuff I could have done more to up my game, you know, in terms of, like, nutrition and 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 that sort of thing you know and now i'm you know doing this with melee and it's like you know yeah i just can't let I you know i have to take every bit i can take to to improve you know and i think that's sort of the big thing is like i'm not gonna leave a stone unturned like i have to or over the years what i've learned is you know whether or not like you know this is getting a little more philosophical whether or not like talent uh, you know like talent natural talent exists or not in, in the world right the ability to exhaust everything to get good is is always there right and, mm-hmm. and I think that I don't want to make the same mistake as I did in high school where you know I didn't really take nutrition that seriously or anything like that and I just wrote and I worked hard but I was really stubborn in the way that I practice even you know and Granted, rowing doesn't give you a lot of room to do other stuff when you have like 12 practices a week already to find the extra bit to do more is difficult but I could have still and the thing is is that I definitely don't want to make that same mistake with Melee. So when... Yeah. yeah. No, no. Continue.
0: I was going to say like, so do you think your, your big fault in high school besides nutrition, which is like that's... It, it that kind of perfectly maps to nutrition and melee, but it also kind of represents, um, missing one piece of it entirely. And you know what I mean. Like, do you think that having a blind spot at all is where you're at, or do you think that you just didn't work hard enough? Like you said, finding that extra little bit. Like, what do you think is is the the most important lesson and the most important mistake that you made?
1: Um, I think it was not being aware of ways I can improve, but not venturing out to do it and to still trying to improve through one method that, mm-hmm. you know, like doing the trainings and trying my hardest, like, yeah, everyone else is doing that too. You know, like what's the extra edge that you can put to it, you know, like and nutrition and flexibility. Like, you know, no one stretched because we were fucking in high school and we got off the river at like eight and it had to take a bus back home and it had to do homework. But If I took like 30 minutes every day to stretch and be more flexible and, you know, that helps with muscle recovery, that helps with muscle stamina, that helps with, you know, length also, because I wasn't, you know, rowers, you want to be tall. So if I had a better reach because of my, I was flexible, then that would be an advantage, but I didn't do that stuff or the nutrition stuff. And I think that the big takeaway is that at least for me is you have to, exhaust all your resources in the way you can improve. There's no minute thing that you should be like, "Oh, you know, I'm already doing this, so I don't need to do that." And I think that's like a big thing. Is that there's a sort of ego/complacency mixed in to it where what I'm doing is enough, but if the game or your coach, like if your coach isn't putting you in the best boat or if in the game you keep on losing, To certain players then what you're doing no matter how much you want it to be enough isn't enough and you have to let go of that stubbornness to to get there because generally the stuff that you don't want to do in life especially like with these sort of things are the stuff that you actually need to do
0: yeah hell yeah (laughs) yeah man i love that I think that's I think that's spot on and um yeah. It it really ties into what we were talking about earlier,
1: just with that that Samus back air, you that, know? That's fucking Samus and it pisses me off that I can't hit it or I didn't hit it in tournament. <laughs> like it actually pisses me off. And it pisses me off enough to practice something so mundane as full hop Samus nairs with punishing full hop Samus nairs. But like that's where I'm at and I think it's like the thing of like a lot of people generally, when they start out in Melee, like, find, like, the one thing that they love about it, right? Whether it's their combo game, whether it's the defensive game, whether it's player-to-player reads and strategy, whether it's just movement and execution, right? There's so many ways to get good at Melee, and it's really easy within the first, like, few years to sort of figure that out, right? Like, you love player reads and sort of, like, that sort of thing. Like, whenever you talk about Melee, it's always, like, the rock paper scissors of it right mm-hmm. and and also execution you know like you like hitting hard stuff like shine out of shield turn around grabs right turn around shine grabs, yeah. like yeah and and same for me i love hitting like the bread and butter i love hitting max like full punish combos i love you know sort of just like having playing fast you know and like having the execution to do that right but You know, and and also, like, then slowly also appreciating, like, the thinking of the game and the mind games of it and all of that. But, you know, once we hit a point where we're, like, four or five years out where, you know, it's not that we've exhausted it. Like, my Punish game could be better and your reads could be better, too. But I think it's, you know, there's whole other areas that are a lot weaker. And just like leveling up in any Pokemon game or RPG, it's always easier to level up at the lower levels, right? It's so much right. easier to get tangible results by hitting your what you're weak at than trying to, you know, perfect what you're good at. And I don't think that's anything wrong, right? Like, that's just going into the idea of minimizers and maximizers. But, you know, in my head, it's like, well, if I'm just weak at this, I'll get a lot more out of it if I actually just do it, you know? And that's sort of where, like, my VOD analysis came in, like, A few, you know, like last year or so, you know, within the last year where I, you know, I really didn't do Vaughn analysis, even though I always recorded my sets and really focusing on that has given me like, realize like, wow, like the way I think about Melee is just as important about as being able to play Melee. Right.
0: I think it's really interesting what you brought up um, about working on what you're weak at with Melee. And I think that's actually one of the few things that doesn't map to real life at all. Mm-hmm. Which I want to explore a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's um, do it. This is I love this idea anyway. I always talk about it with Penny, so shout outs to Penny. Yeah. And happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's his birthday? I, I know he's doing a birthday thing today, so you know. I you know, it's close enough. He'll listen. He'll <laughs> hear it.
0: Yeah, when we when we release it he'll have had his birthday.
1: Yeah. But
0: um uh, the idea of yeah, minimizers, maximizers, it's a patented penny idea. Panos for those uninitiated, but Um, Yeah. in in my day to day um, and kind of the whole Gary V like sensei, you know, idea of, Mm -hmm. yeah, there are things I'm going to be weak at. Right. Yeah. And um, I'm not. What's an example? I'm not clean. I'm not a clean dude. Mm -hmm. Like I'm I'm hygienic. I'm just not like you should see my room. It's it's a disaster. I've 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 seen your car. Yeah. My car. It's it's not it's not clean and um, I could I've I've you know cleaned before whatever I, I'm just starting to realize there's other things to focus on it's okay to be messy if it doesn't interfere with your like you know I've come to accept that
1: yeah I mean and Gary Vee to, always talks about yeah. you know bringing your strengths to the forefront not your weaknesses because everyone's already right. picking apart at your weaknesses but yeah that's just the context I wanted to give before you continue
0: no, you're right. That was, uh, that was perfect. And so that's kind of the, the framework through which I live my life. And I think it's, it's done pretty well. You know, I, I've had similar challenges in college and I've, I'm, I'm proud of what I did there. And that was kind of a microcosm, I think of, of how I live my life. But regardless, if you try to apply that to melee and I think a part of me does, mm-hmm. um, I think there's going to be just glaring problems uh, it, it doesn't match up it doesn't make sense to focus on things that you like doing you know if i'm if i'm simply trying i mean if you really want to pin it down to one thing you could just imagine the one dude multi shining and he can't do anything else you know that's really the extreme of this concept of yeah you could get good at one thing if that's what you really like like okay you're really good at ledge dash up till like congratulations but you're bad at a lot of things you have no neutral Mm -hmm. you're missing punishes for me and we've talked about this before and i wonder how long it'll take for me to get good at it it's my edge guards against fox Mm i i would have taken game one if i had cleaner edge guards on Mott. like Mm -hmm. straight up and that's going to be something I need to tackle not as a practice regimen or a technique but the the pure philosophy of accepting the fact that I need to work on my weaknesses and that melee is not real life you know I I can't I can't get away with a messy car forever Mm -hmm. you know everything needs to be at least presentable and um bringing it up to par and bringing some of my other faults up to par um I I can't think of anything as egregious as my, you know, edge guarding against spaces, but Yeah. You know, you get the concept. It's like you got to bring these you got to bring your weaknesses up and you need to address them and recognize them and work on them mm-hmm. as soon as possible or else you're you're going to have you're going to be exploitable.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about melee or any fighting game is that As you get better and better. The players just look for your weaknesses. Your chinks in your armor. And you know there's always going to be some stuff. But I think that's the. You know. In in life people don't attack your weaknesses. Directly. A lot of the time. But in melee. In any other fighting game. Not just melee. Like that's what people look at. Like you know. Even in like. Let's make it really easy street fighter right like if you can't anti-air then yeah i'm gonna just keep jumping in on you until you know if you can't wait like play a slow game then i'm gonna slow this down so that i time you out every time like that's just how brutal fighting games are sometimes and i think that's yeah i mean that's that's really it fighting games are fucking brutal
0: yeah you gotta you gotta make sure you have no no weaknesses and, um, yeah, I mean, that doesn't detract from what we were talking about
1: mm-hmm.
0: before, which is just, you know, be honest with yourself and and play the way you want to play and all that. It doesn't mean you throw everything out the window and, and sit there and, and, you know, you can't enjoy this game until you're able to, you know, drill, shine up smash. It's not about that. Mm-hmm. It's just about constantly being aware of like, what's the best what's the most important thing for you to work on right now? What would give you the best returns at this moment? Because there will theoretically always be one thing that will give you the best results. Mm -hmm. Where, as you said, like the low-level RPG, like your lowest stat, if you work on that, you'll get higher returns in the same amount of time. Mm -hmm. And just kind of keeping that always churning in your brain of all right maybe there's something i could work on you know i've been working on this for two weeks or i really like practicing this technique but this is going to help and sometimes you know that's why i'm happy about this local is that it's kind of hard to know what your weaknesses are when you're just practicing by yourself
1: oh 100 yeah
0: it's almost impossible in a sense like oh you could say like oh my my ledge dashes aren't good you can get all the tech down. That's that's step one, and you know I've been playing long enough and practicing long enough that I like to think my tech is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the it's the other stuff. It's everything else. It's you know how to approach Marth and how to edge guard Fox. Yeah. And it it took a local for for me to realize and a conversation for me to internalize. But yeah, that's that's where we're at, and it's it's constantly rewarding. To to go through this process every week. Yeah. To, you know, figure this stuff out.
1: Yeah. And I think it's also funny because, like, we could be talking about this and then, like, in a few weeks I'll probably be spouting something like, yeah, I gotta just, like, double down on the strength and do whatever, right? And it's funny Mm -hmm. because it's sort of this back and forth, right? Like, it's just, like, an ebb and flow of, like, work on your weaknesses, work on your strengths, right? Like, work on your weaknesses and then, you know, then eventually your armor's good but then you need just to be cleaner in in your punish game, you know? And right. and and you know, no matter how good you are, you know, if you're not as clean on your punish game, you're not making the most of your opportunity. So it's like it's just this ebb and flow, right? Like it's Well, here's which is really yeah. interesting.
0: Here's the distinction I think that we haven't made yet, but I think it's like the subtext of it.
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: is weaknesses and strengths in tournament are like when how how do I really explain this I'm thinking mostly I guess of neutral so maybe maybe this is more complicated than than I want to make it but Mm -hmm. when you're when you're when I was playing against Mott I wasn't working on my weaknesses right I wasn't thinking about my weaknesses so I was thinking all right what's my strength my strength is being elusive baiting punishing after disorientating like okay that's that's my strength is that i'm I, I can be tricky and so sure i played that way the weakness part comes in retrospective thought of how did that go wrong right mm-hmm. so that's kind of the 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 stark ebb and flow the very like left side spectrum right side is in tournament you are Thinking of your strengths, you're playing to your strengths. Yeah, 100% you're out of tournament, you're working on your weakness, and then that, yeah, that's that's pretty clear. And I think we're both there, but I just wanted to kind of say it to remind myself that, um, you know, it's always, you know, when you're in tournament, like you can't just sit there thinking about what you're bad at. You you just don't do it. <laughs> you, you you just stick to what you're good at, and and. Hopefully it's a wide enough range that you could adapt within that, but man, this game is so great. They're like <sighs> crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean and you said it perfectly, right? You in because whether you work on your weaknesses or not, like you you know, you you should play to your strengths. Because your strengths in turn usually minimize your weakness also. In the game, yeah. right? Like that's what Hbox is super good at, right? He plays in a way where everything he's good at it suddenly becomes, like, level one, like, what's important versus, you know, what, you know, like, HBox versus Mango. Like, HBox slows the game down so that Mango's strengths become his weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And it costs him, you know, and I think that's 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 a really big issue. Like, even when we play, like, if, you know, I, I find myself starting to chase you and play your game of, like, you being on the platform and then coming down and doing some tricky movement to hit, get a bear on me, like you know I'm I'm losing those those games yeah
0: Yeah. and then if I if I'm it's really like whoever attacks the other one it's so whack but yeah (laughs) but not you know not necessarily you know you know how it goes it's really like I I think we should get another session in soon Um, oh yeah for sure because I I think that we just kind of really explore our own like it's like this conversation but in melee it's so wild um Mm just like what we come out of with that. But talking about a session, talking about a hypothetical session is not what I want to do with our last minute. Um, Fair, fair. We we didn't talk about this before, but I just wanted to shout out... um, I want to shout out Mott Money again. Yeah. Low-key. Go Um, for it. Yeah, dude, like, beating Whiskers twice is, I think, evidence enough to anyone who hasn't caught on to this guy um, even though it's not going to count for rankings which kind of sucks mhm uh, no one in that venue was playing like it didn't count
1: yo yeah Nobody. 100% yeah
0: so getting those wins and you know 3-0ing jd who's fucking sick um, that kind of tournament is it's it's proof he's here like this is this is a contender and um I'm just I'm proud that he, you know, likes our podcast. I'm I'm proud that he listens. And um, if you're out there, man, like I'm gonna hit you up real soon. We're gonna we're gonna get an interview. I, I want to hear what you're all about because that that set was very impressive. And uh, I'll money match you next time because <laughs> I'm coming for you. Damn! I, I just
1: get th- I get threatening. You do, <laughs> but you do, but damn. Yeah, man. I mean I don't know what else to say. Like matter specs to Mott, you know, as always. I I wish we got we had a chance to play more when I went to Spectrum, but I'll have to go to Spectrum to play him, you know, so he's the one with the target on his head, it seems, between yeah. the two of us. So that's it. Good stuff. That's it, man. Yeah.
0: Anything else before we uh before
1: we sign off? No. I just have to fucking practice with punishing Samus' full hop. All week, yeah. next week, all week,
0: all you'll week. get it. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta like go back to sleep or something. I'm hungover. Yeah. <laughs> I can't
1: believe I held it together for an hour. <laughs> all right, we're ending on that. Yeah, done. All right, peace. See ya, dude. See ya.